Okay, good evening, Rabbi. Said tonight's shir is sponsored by the Dresner family as a schus for the safe return of all the kidnapped men, women, and children out of Israel. Yeratzin that the schus for learning should be a schus for all those that were captured to come back safely, and also schus for the Dresner family that they should be gebenched for chalmili the meitav. Schus for learning should also be a schus for Shlom from Miriam Beila Basin Chum of Seif Shaya Chayle Yisrael. So we're up to Perik Yitzayin. We left off last week. David seems to be at the very bottom. David has just been chased out of Yushalayim. He leaves Yushalayim on foot, basically no provisions. Very, very despondent. All him and all his men are bavelous. People are crying. And David is, you know, really at the bottom. He gets cursed by Shimi ben Geira. And Avshalom is at the high point. Avshalom comes triumphant in Yerushalayim. Achitofel gives him this idea that he should be Baal, Pilag Aviv, that he should, he should you know, have relations with his, the Pilag of his father today, that there will be a clear split between him and his father. No one will think they can reconcile. So, really, the bottom seemingly for David and the top for Avshalom. However, we saw last week that David showed perhaps one of his greatest moments of, of David's entire life is last week in the parak that we saw last week is that David's being cursed by Shim ben Geira and he has his warriors with him. He has Yoyev, mighty warrior, who says, I'll go take care of him one second, I'll chop his head off. And David Amalek says, No. Leave him, Hashem Omalei Kalel. Hashem told him to curse. I understand, I recognize, David had the recognition that everything that happened to him was from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And instead of getting frustrated, angry, attacking, David understood this is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I have to accept the Xavier of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ba'ava. And David, with his tremendous Bitochen HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and his recognition that Everything was coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. At that moment, they actually achieved his kapara. This is all a kapara for the Chet HaSheva. And we'll see that beginning with this parak, things begin to turn around. So actually, David seemingly at his very low point is actually already at the beginning of going back up. How, now, how what? The, how do the events compare? What do you mean? So he took someone else's wife. So his wives are now taken by Shalom, and he... I think that's what happened. Yeah. Now, if you look at the Kapitel, Kapitel Gimel and Tehillim, which David composed at this time, you see very much the way David re- related to everything that's going on. David says, Mizmer that David saying when he's running away from Avshalom. Now, Chazal asked, Mizmer David, Kino He should have said a Kina. Right? He's, he's running away from his own son, such a terrible time. Why is he saying Mizmer? Mizmer is a joyous song. So Chazal say that David Melech had already heard Benavua that he's going to have Hinni and he make him Melech Rami Teich Beisach. Hakadosh Baruch Hu told him there's going to be evil from within your home. He says I don't know who the source of this evil is going to be. Is it going to be an Eved or have no Rachmanus on me? Baruch Hashem was my own son who has Rachmanus. Now we're going through the story. It doesn't. You don't really see where is the Rachmanus of Avshalom. But we're going to see in a few minutes, and this is why I wanted to start with the Sagdama, we're going to see how this Shachmanus actually plays out in an unbelievable way, very much to save David's life. Just once we mention this capital, though, to talk about David's bitachin. 
So what does David say? My rabbi tzoy, rabbi come all I have so many people, so many enemies. Rabbi Oimri Manafshi Ein Yishu Also Loy Belikim Selo. People are saying that I deserve it. I was over Ishus Ish. There's no hope for my neshama. I'm going to Gehenim. But David says I'm, I'm not impressed with all of that. Vato Hashem Mogim Baadi Kfoidi Yomei Mreisha Kolshvoch. You're my protection. You're my covered. You lift up my head. I only know one place to call out. I call out to Kaddish Baruch Hu. V'yaneini mi har kod sheisela. And Kaddish Baruch Hu will answer me. And then David says a pasuk which is unbelievable. You know, in the midst of such suffering, you know, we, when something small goes wrong in our life, can't sleep over it. David Amalek is on the run. People are saying that he's cursed for good. Everything is going against him. David says, "Ani shechavti ve'ashina." I lie down. I go to sleep. I sleep peacefully. Hakitzaisi, I wake up in the morning. Why? David has such a level of betochen that he's not, he's not waking up at night. He's not, he's not staying up at night. When it comes time to go to sleep, he has the confidence of knowing that the Kaddish Baruch is with him. And not that he knows it's going to end up good, right? We spoke a long time ago about betochen. What is betochen in the Chaznish? David's not saying, I know it's going to go. David says, could be I'll never come back to Yishalayim. But David Amel says, I know it's coming from a Kaddish Baruch. If it's coming from a Kaddish Baruch, I don't know. There's no reason to be panicked. I'm sure the Avelos and the crying is because it's his manifestation. Avelos, yeah, but 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 he recognizes that l'maisa kolish baruch like shofech eitzel chamos el eitzim avonim every tishabav right we're 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 happy in that hakolish baruch who took out his kviyochel his his anger on the eitzim avonim but the other time for Avelos. So now we switch scenes, leaving David for now, and we're going to go. What's going on in Yerushalayim? So. Uh, Shalom had arrived triumphantly in Yerushalayim. Achitoifel told him the Eitzah to make sure that all of Klalisol should be very clear that this is a total split with his father. What was the Eitzah? Be Ba'al Nesheh on his father's Pelagshim. And now they have to figure out what to do next, right? At the end of the day, the revolt was successful in Avshalom being, you know, placed as king on the throne. But they have a problem, right? David's still on the run. As long as David's on the run, his Malucha is not solid. So what is he going to do now? So Achitayful now comes to David, Tavshalom. And Achitayful, as we know, the Pasik was made, that his, his Eitzah was Mamish, right? What was the last Pasik, the last Perik? It said, His Eitzah, his advice was, Kiwi asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we said, how did they, how people saw this? Because whenever they wanted to go to war or do anything, they would first ask the Achitayful. He would give them advice, then they would ask the Urmatum, and the Urmatum always said, like Achitayful, he had amazing advice. So, Achitayful comes to Shalom and says, okay, end game, I have a plan for you. We're going to take care of David, we're going to finish this off. And we're going to solidify the Malucha in your hands in an unbelievable way. He says, this is the plan. Evcher Nosh name Osir Elafish. Give me permission. I'm going to take 12,000 choice soldiers. Akuma, I'll get up. Let me chase after David right now, tonight. And he says, very simple why I want to do it right away. I know that David right now, he's demoralized. He's on the run. They're tired. They're hungry. They're not set for battle. love Yogeya, he's going to be tired. He's weak. I'll be able to, you know, cause them to panic, to be afraid. And all his men will run for their lives. They're not expecting all of a sudden this major attack from this, you know, four special souls, special forces attack in the middle of the night. This is the, this is the key to my plan. 
I'm not going to kill all the men. We don't want to start. You start a civil war. What happens when you start a civil war? Right? So you're going to kill out David along with another, you know, thousand men. Right? What's going to happen is that those thousand men, they have families. Those families are going to be fueling mad. They're going to hate Avshalom. And, and you're going to have the seeds of discontent in your Malucha. So Echitevel has a brilliant plan. He says, listen, we need to just eliminate David and David alone. We're going to attack tonight. They're tired. They're to Shemetah. When they suddenly get attacked, they're all going to run for their lives. And then, I'll be able to attack just the king. And then I'll be able to bring everyone to you. When everyone comes back safely from battle, even those who are on David's size, and everybody is going to be at peace. Everyone, you'll give, Rabbanel and Malbim explain that what you'll be able to do is that you'll be very magnanimous and you'll grant pardon to all those who are part of David's rebellion, rebellion, quote unquote, who are, who are in the enemy, and everyone will go home peacefully, and everyone will be happy with your melucha. And not only that, he says, Dafka, let me do the chasing, not you. He says, first of all, we don't want the king to endanger his life. You endanger your life, who knows what could happen, first of all. But second of all, he says, you kill your father, people are going to look at it a little bit negatively. You know, David was a good king for so many years. He says, Mkhlishtim, Avshalom kills his own father. He says, let me do it. Then you could blame me. You could say that in the heat of battle, he killed David. He shouldn't have killed David. You could let me take all the blame. I'll go home to my house. I'll give a general pardon to everybody, including me. And say, let's all just, okay, you know, it was an unfortunate incident. Let's all settle back down. We'll go back home. And all of Kleist will respect you. And it'll be unbelievable. Mamish, an easy way to finish this off. Now, Achitaifel, well, he, he wanted something in all this also. Achitaifel very much wanted to kill David. Not only that, Mechitana says that he had a tainu, he had a right to kill him. He'll say, yeah, I killed David, maybe, and I'll claim it wasn't technically militarily necessary, but I did it because I'm the Goyal Hadam for my son-in-law, for Uriachit. So, I, I, I wanted to be the Goyal Hadam. You do this, what? Wasn't Uriachit husband? Right. But his, 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 grand, his grandson, or uh, yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah. So is, there would be a girl dam in such a case. What? There would be a girl dam even if he was right in his husband. Is a girl dam in such a case? Not necessarily, but the point was he, he, he had a fig leaf to put on the whole story. I'm killing Dove for my personal reasons, and you'll be able to say, okay, this is not how it's supposed to work out. But okay, now Dove was killed. Baruch Hashem, else died. We can move on. And this is the plan. But he was an advisor. So you see that all of these, you know, in those days, the warriors and the advisors wasn't, you know, not today we can't imagine G'dayli Yisrael going to battle, right? And we have the big muscular fellow goes to battle, and the G'dayli Yisrael in the Vesmedrish, and they daven. You know, in those days, apparently, you know, David was a tremendous warrior, right? And, 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 and there's many other G'dayli Yisrael. Love is advice, military advice, too. You know, Ben Yoda was the head of the Sanhedrin, and he was an unbelievable, mighty warrior. He's the one who kills Yoyev eventually. We'll see when we get to it. So... This is Achitaifel's advice. And you can't argue, it was a great plan. So what happens? So, This plan is a great plan. Everyone agrees. You can't really argue on this plan. Achitaifel didn't want to kill his father off. Oh, So now, the great plan, let's just move on. Say, give the word. Go, you're right. Achitaifel, great plan. Go execute the plan. Let's take care of it. But Avshalom doesn't do that. 
No, it was a good plan, but my father's old advisor. Let's, let's, let's hear what he has to say. Let me hear what he has to say. Where did this come from? Right, Barry's right. So it was a great plan. What happened is that Avshalom in, in, in his heart, the Maison, Zakta Barbanel, this is very much about Barbanel's Makar, and this is what Chazal was saying. No, it's a Mizmer because his son had Rahmanus. In the bottom of his heart, his son, as much as he wanted to be the king, and his Gaiva and his Midas Royce overcame him, he had a hard time killing his father. So he didn't like a plan, but the whole plan is, yeah, I give the order, go and execute my father, nobody else. He didn't like the plan. So he wanted to see, maybe, maybe we could do this in a different way that doesn't require killing David. So, let's, let's hear Chushi Arki, let's hear what he has to say. So Chushi comes to Avshalom. This is Achitaifel's plan. Should we do what Achitaifel said or not? Now, can you imagine being put in the position of Chushi Arki? He knows that Achitaifel's plan is an amazing plan. And he knows that if it's carried out, his best friend David might be killed. But he also knows that if he, you know, when you're a double agent, you've got to be very careful. If he's going to say, no, we don't want to do that because uh, we don't want David to die, like, okay, we'll put you to death. You're the traitor. A very, very delicate position. And forget about it, even his own life could be as willing to be nice and effish, but he can, you know, he has to say the exact words to foil Achitaifel's plan, but that no one should happy is foiling Achitaifel's plan. So Chushai comes with tremendous chachma, and he's going to refute point by point everything that Achitaifel said. So what does he say? Vayemer Chushai el Avsholim, loy toiva ha'etza sheyoetz Achitaifel v'apam azais. So first of all, he doesn't come out and say, we don't want to kill David. You know, that, that's, that's not the way he told He says, his plan is not a good plan, but only this one time. You know, everyone knows Achitaifel's the has the best advice. You can't just say bad bad advice. That sounds silly. He says Achitaifel is a hundred percent right if we be talking about anybody but David. Problem is Achitaifel doesn't know like David like I know David. <laughs> Achitaifel knew David as a king. Chushai was old. He was a friend of David from when he was on the run. He says I know David. I know David's different than everybody else. Your plan would be if we were talking about anybody else. Achitaifel, your plan would be amazing. You always have great advice. It's great advice, just not for David. This time is bad advice. You know your father and his men. They're warriors. And right now they're embittered. And these are people, they were embittered on the run before. When Shaul ran after them and they fought and they didn't, they didn't give in. You know, it's like it's like a a uh, bear in the woods who lost his children, a wounded bear, right? That's a, it's a muscle, right? We still use that as a muscle. Sounds like a wounded bear, a wounded lion. It's, it's dangerous. Your father's a seasoned warrior. He's a crafty, seasoned warrior. He's not going to be sleeping together with everyone. You're going to surprise him. We think he's sitting there asleep amongst all his men. You're just going to come on in the middle of the night. They're going to panic and start running for their lives. And Oive is going to be a terrible tragedy and you'll catch Dov and kill him. Nah, David. Hine. And now the, 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 the Benel reads it a little bit differently. Not that he's not sleeping with the people. He's not letting any of his men sleep. They're all on the guard. He's expecting a surprise attack tonight. Hine. 
Atohu nechba b'achas ha'pchos mamshrein or davidus. He's in ambush right now, waiting to get you. Be'achal hamakoymis, one of his hideouts. V'hoyek knafil behem betchil. You know what's going to happen? You're going to come with your men. They're going to attack. And every battle, unfortunately, both sides have losses. You're going to start having losses. And people are going to see, whoa, not a cakewalk. You know, there's losses on Avshalom's sides also. V'shom Hashem e'eva Omar. The ones who hear that Avshalom's taking losses, they're going to say, Hoysim ha'gefe ba'om. There's people falling on Avshalom's side. David's having a victory. Sh'achi Avshalom. Avshalom's taking losses. People can start getting nervous. Maybe David's coming back. They're going to be scared to back you. Who knows? I better stay out of this. It's getting dangerous. You can't do this. V'hu gam ben choyo asher libe kaleva arye. David is hard. It's like the heart of a lion. No, I'm sorry. Even if the person who sees what's going on, if to read the passage correctly, says even if that person who heard about the beginning of the falling of the soldiers of Avshalom is a Ben Chayil, like someone like Achitayfel, his lave is like a lave Arya, a brave person, but he may see mice, it's going to melt. Why? Because everyone in Klaisel knows the strength of Dov and his Gibayim. They get a, they, even a, a mighty warrior, when he sees David starts having success, you know, David's out, he's beat the odds many times before. They're going to get panicked, they're going to run, and it's not going to work out. You're going to do this plan, you have potential for a tremendous downfall. He's not, wrong, he's not lying. Everything he's saying is 100% accurate. But Lamaisa, David was, David was on the <laughs> run. But Lamaisa, we've, we've seen this story before. Yeah, but, but that's not what was going on right now. David, was, David was, was depressed and down. He wasn't ready to fight. Lamaisa, he wasn't. He was sitting with all his men, and they were sitting. And he was old, but he was... He was... He was... Yeah, he, got a, he would have came with a time that was ridiculous. You're right. He wouldn't have gone anywhere. But Lamaisa, the best plan of action is Salah Kitech's plan. He didn't have anything to look forward to. Uh. Uh. Even me? Wow. <laughs> so he says, I'll tell you, he doesn't just say why it's not a good idea. Now he has to, you know, and this is a lesson in life. If you, if you want to shoot down someone else's idea, don't just shoot down an idea. You have to give her an alternative. If you don't give an alternative, then, then, then you stand useless. So right away, even though he wasn't asked, you know, he says, okay, but I'll, if I was giving you advice, I'll tell you what you would do. <laughs> Gather all of Kal Yisrael, prepare for a massive war. From the far north all the way to the south. You're going to have all of Kal Yisrael, you're going to have hundreds of thousands of soldiers. And you're going to go together with them to battle, like be led by the king. Then you'll have a chance of major success. Now, this part doesn't make so much sense. Who says you'll have success? David's still popular. You know, the, the, the Malucha hasn't been solidified. Where, where, where are you getting? You're at his time is against Achitophs. Maybe it makes some sense. Not enough. This Zichah makes no sense. What, what makes you so sure? And then you can have a massive civil war. That's going to be good. But he says, no, you can gather all of Kalisol behind you. Uvanu elov b'achad ha'makayim. Then you'll be able to catch Dov wherever he is. Asher nimtzasham, wherever he is. The Nachnolav, you'll besiege him. Kashayipal hatal al-adama. And it'll be like dew falling on the field. You just overpower him so tremendously with your numbers. No one will survive. Well, maybe Dov will go to a walled city. For, what are you worried about? Dov is going to regroup in a city. Big deal. If we have all of Kleitz, hundreds of thousands of soldiers, you know what we're going to do? V'isiu kol Yisrael ala ira hi chavolim 
We'll take ropes and we'll drag the stones. We're just supposed to have so many people. We just drag away all the fortifications. There's not going to be a pebble left from all the fortifications. Basically, we have to just overpower David with massive numbers. The fact that Khatifa was saying don't kill anyone else to start a rebellion, and Khushai, like, totally the opposite thing with every single person. Right. Right, that doesn't doesn't seem right. Like this should make sense to have shown. That, that's not a good way to solidify the mulch, hundred percent. So some say men, no one will stay as survivors to fight because we'll capture them all. They'll just give up when they will surrender when they see our tremendous superior numbers. So we're faced with this choice. You know, the logical choice, as much as Mendy was convinced by 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 Hushai, the logical choice is you go to take the twelve thousand. I mean, Donald only had a few hundred people. You take the twelve thousand crack soldiers. You go right now in the night. You have the advantage of surprise, and you have you know they, they, they're not prepared for battle. They're not organized. Fight them right away. All of Klal Yisrael who was there said, together with Avshalom, Chushai's advice is better than Avshalom. Why were they all so convinced by, by Chushai? So Pasuk tells us, V'Hashem tziva lo'hafer et asas achitoifel ha'toiva la'avur hevi Hashem al-Avshalom asara. The Pasuk tells us, the Navi tells us that, that this wasn't natural. Apiderech ha'teva, they should have gone for achitoifel's advice. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, behind the scenes, was influencing things. Now there's other factors here as well. If you notice, it's interesting. Over here it says, When we, they agreed to have Shalom's Eitzah, to have Eitzah, it said a different Lashon. What did it say over there? The Zikadim, the thought out people, they, they liked Achitoifel's plan. Over here, Avshalom and Kol Ish Yisrael liked Chushai's plan. Who were there? Avshalom liked it because he had a prejudice not to kill his father. At least not right away, you know, tonight, kill my father, okay, we'll push it off. He liked the plan. Kol Ish Yisrael, you know what, they liked the plan. They were the soldiers. You know, soldiers being told to go into battle, they'd much rather go with a massive force and daylight, safe, okay, you know, with the safety of numbers. So it was popular amongst those that had an ulterior motive. But really, ideally, even they should have seen through it, should have realized it's a better plan. The real answer is, Hashem tzivu l'aferes hasas right? Sometimes you have to realize that. Even things that, you know, why do people do things makes no sense. Teret says, Hashem tzivu l'aferes hasas hachitayfel ha'tayva. Kaddish Baruch behind the scenes is, you know, Making sure that what Hakadosh Baruch Hu asas Hashem hisakom, right? Utsu esav v'sufar, da'abu davar lo yakom. At the end of the day, Hakadosh Baruch Hu runs the show. So, Chushai, after successfully, at least for now, pushing off Avshalom's plan, but he's not confident that maybe Avshalom will have a change of heart, and he wants to let David know you better run for your life. It's major danger. Achitayfel gave a great plan to chase after you and get rid of you tonight. So, Vayomer. Now, if you remember from two weeks ago. David has some secret agents. He has Tzadik and Aviyosa, the Kehanim, and their sons, Yechon and Amchimatz, are there to report back to David. So, he goes to the Kehanim and he tells them, This is, tells them exactly what Achitayfel's plan was, and this is what I said in response. David has to hear the whole back and forth. The Atah, now, 
Shulchu Mehera quickly send a message for Gidul David Leimar and tell David saying, "I'll tell him how I live. Don't you dare camp out tonight in the desert because you know Achitayfun might convince Hashem change his mind." I'll tell him about some mitzvah. V'gam avur tavar, you better cross the yard and get out of Eretz Yisrael. Pen yevula lamelech lechol omashar itay, because if not, there's going to be could be a, a terrible attack against the king and all those that are with him. And uh, for safety, you have to quickly escape from Eretz Yisrael. This was this was the advice. We escaped to the other side of the yarding. This is what Hushai wants to be sent to David. Now. How are we getting the message? So the pasuk tells us, right? We had, we know already from before the two sons. Now they couldn't be in Yerushalayim. You know, that's pretty obvious. You know, Chushai tells the Kahanim they speak to their sons, and also the sons decide to go for a stroll. That's way too obvious. So they had actually the ones who were going to be the messengers. They never came to Yerushalayim. They in Ein Regal's near Yerushalayim, and the plan was Vahocha Hashifcha. They sent a maidservant from the Kehanim to his sons, the Gidulahem, to tell them what to say. The Haim Yelchu the Gidula Melech David, and they'll go to David. See, David's already referred to Melech David over here. David, David's already on the up. Kilo Yuchlu Lehoris Lovir. They couldn't come to the city, it's too dangerous. So that was the plan. They sent this Shifcha, she goes, she tells Yenis and Achimatz the message, they head off. The problem was they were spotted. Okay, let's take a little spy thriller over here. So somebody happened to spot what was going on. And he came running to tell Avshalom that uh, there's some spies over here. Now then, Baruch Hashem connected back to Hushai, but they hopped something's untoward. They hopped these chaver headed to give David a message. So he quickly sends soldiers to catch them. Now they spotted it. This was that they managed to realize they had been spotted. They're running for their lives. They know the soldiers are coming to catch them. They come to the city of Bachurim, which is, if you remember, the city where David had been stoned by Shimi ben Geira. So they came to a certain fellow's house. They came to the house of a certain man in Bachurim. He had a well in his chatzar. The Yerdu Shem and they climbed down into the well to hide. And this fellow's wife had Rahmanas on them. He didn't want them to be killed, even though they were on the run from the king. She spread out a mat on top of this well. And she put out, you know, things to dry, grain or something to dry. Crushed grains to dry. And she put dry ones to make it look like they'd been there for a long time. So I would ever think of picking it up. Look, you see, this is here, drying out these grains. No one could tell that there's people hiding in this well. Now, who <coughs> was this fellow that his wife is so nice to hide these two sons and allowed David to get the message? So the posse doesn't tell us. The Chazal tell us this was actually the wife of Shimon ben Geir. Unbelievable. Shimon ben Geir, who cursed David, the two secret agents coming to give the message to David, end up in the house of Shimon ben Geir, and Shimon ben Geir's own wife is protecting them.
unbelievable. My Kaddish Baruch Hu decides to protect you. Kaddish Baruch Hu will have that even your enemies are going to be the ones that are going to save you. He didn't know he wasn't home. Isn't Kushai's plan kind of also kind of dangerous? Now you have even more people. He bought time. Listen, the main thing, first thing he got to do was buy time. Then leave the rest to Hashem. Servants, they come to the house. We know they're on the way to David. They crossed over the stream of water. And they ran away. They went searching. They couldn't find. They went back to Yerushalayim. It's interesting if you notice. There's a lot of parallels between this story and the story of Rochav Hazayin. She also told them that she hid them under the flax and said that they crossed over the water. But okay, interesting parallels. But I'll call upon them. She said they hid. She managed to keep them safe. They weren't found. The soldiers went back to Yishalayim. And after the soldiers left, they climbed out of the well. They went and they told David everything, all the whole message. Quickly, better cross the Yardin. This is the plan. They crossed the yard and Interesting, we're reading the parish of Yaakov crossing the river. Okay. And everyone crossed the river. We'll finish off with this. Achitaifel sees his plan fails. He realizes that David managed to escape. He's not going to be able to make a surprise attack on David. And he realizes it makes no sense. The whole thing didn't make sense. He should, they should have listened to him. And he chaps that obviously a Kodesh Baruch Hu was made for Atzasai. And if a Kodesh Baruch Hu was made for Atzasai, it means a Kodesh Baruch Hu is now with David. And David's for sure going to end up winning. He knows, he already sees the end. That was the brilliant strategy. He realizes, Avshalom already lost. Is there? So he's despondent. He saddles his own donkey. doesn't even have his servants to it. He goes home, El Iroi, to his house, to the city. He writes a will. He Chokes himself, he commits suicide, Vayomas, Vayikover became of him. He was buried with his fathers. The Farshim say that what was his plan? He realized that David's going to win. If David wins, he's definitely going to put Achitavel to death. He's a traitor, Mary Bamalchus. Achitavel is put to death by the king. Allah is, and Mary Bamalchus is killed by the king. All of his, his entire estate goes to the king. So he figures, let me kill myself. That way I'll be able to give over my. My, my, my property to my kids, I'll be buried in my, father, my family plot instead of being buried like some sort of traitor. And he decides at this point he already knows he's going to be killed anyway, he might as well commit suicide. And this is what Achitafel does. And we'll see Be'ez Hashem the rest of the story next week. Shkech. Yeah.